This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parashas Kiseitzei Tavshin Pe'alef. Towards the beginning of the parish, we find interesting halacha. Perch of Aleph, Pesach of Beis, Bechiyah, Be'ish, Chet, Mishpat, Mavest. If someone does an Avera that deserves death, Uhumas, you should kill him, Vesalisa, Oisei, Aleitz, and you hang him on a tree. Now, it doesn't mean that you would kill the person by hanging. That's not one of the ways Bezin executes. But Rashi quotes the first opinion in the Gemara in Sanhedrin on Memhei that anyone who does an Avera that deserves to get stoned, first he gets stoned and he executed by stoning, and then his body is hanging on a tree. Why does this person get hanged? So, as the Pesach says right before, the Chol Yisrael Yishmu Ve'yiro. Chayislav should see, and they should be frightened. Look what happened to this person. And we will learn a lesson from that. Interestingly, the next passage tells us, Don't allow the body to remain hanging there at night, overnight. You have to bury him that day. Why? It is an insult to Hashem to have the body hanging. What's the insult? So Rashi brings the marshal. There are two brothers. They looked identical. One became a king, and the other one became a thief. And one day the thief did something terrible, he deserved to get executed for it, and they hanged him. People walk around saying, well, look, the king is hanging. And the king right away said, take him down. People mistook the body for the king and the brother. The same thing with us. We are created with Selim Elikim. We are created in the image of Hashem. We are, as Rashi tells us, sons of Hashem. And therefore, it's not appropriate, it's an insult to Hashem for one of His creations to be hanging. And therefore, the person will be executed, they would hang him right before sunset, he would hang for a moment and then take him down. Which leads us to the question, if he's anyways only going to be up there hanging for a moment, why hang him at all? And if it's the reason is, everyone should hear about it and see, isn't the stoning enough? A bezin that would kill more than once in 70 years was a bezin of murderers. It was a very unusual thing. Rarely happened. So if it would happen that there was an execution, that there was a stoning, people would hear about it. What's this added thing of hanging him? If it's to insult him, to shame him, well then we're taking him down right away because it's an insult to Hashem. So what is to be gained by hanging this person on the tree just for a moment? And the Swarm tells us of Shad is as follows. Is that we are being taught that this person who committed this terrible avera, this terrible avera they deserves to get executed for, yet this person is also created with Selim Elikim. This person was also created in the image of Hashem. This person is also a child of Hashem. And that's why we don't want to shame him. And that's the lesson we are meant to learn. When we are learning over here to we should see and we should fear. It's that we ourselves have to realize of how great we are. We have to realize how special we are, how beloved we are by Hashem. Even this person who committed this terrible Avera is still someone who's created with Selim Aleikim, who's beloved by Hashem, and therefore he can't be hanging so much. And that's the lesson that we are supposed to learn from this. We are supposed to learn this lesson from here, that we are so close to Hashem. We ourselves are B'Tselem Elikim. And that itself should help us stay away from doing a virus. That itself, that idea 
that thought, that lesson, that we ourselves are created with Selim Alekim, that we are loved by Hashem, that itself is what, dri- what should drive us to stay away from doing Averis and to wanting to keep mitzvahs and getting closer to Hashem. And all of us, if we develop that love that we have for another person, the next time we see someone doing something wrong, instead of going and criticizing that person and tearing him down, we have to look at that person and say, look what he did, yes, but he's also Tzalem Elikim. He's also beloved by Hashem as a parent to a child. And if you can go over to that person, and if you're going to go and help him, you're going to criticize him. But if you can do it in a way that you build him up, instead of throwing him down, that is the lesson we are learning from here. The Yaakov of Herman, from the famed All for the Boss, was somebody who liked to have a lot of guests in his house. And he wouldn't just have any guests. He would have those guests that no one else wanted. The guests who smelled, who didn't shower, the guests who were obnoxious, the guests who were demanding, the nudniks, those are the ones who would end up by his house. And he enjoyed having them there. So much so that his minig on Shabbos was that he himself would serve the chalt. He would go around with a serving bowl and serve each guest. Do you like more? Do you want this? Do you want? He would be the one serving the chalt. It so happened that one Shabbos, he got, after many, many years, he got a beautiful new Bekesher for Shabbos. And he was wearing it for the first time that Shabbos. And it was the Suda, Shabbos day, and he had a bunch of guests there, and he had the big pot, the serving bowl of Chalant, and he's going around to serve. And he got to the third person, he starts to get ready to put in his bowl, and the guy takes the whole pot and he throws it at Rav Herman. And his package gets full of the hot Chalant, and the place got silent, got still. Everybody was in shock. Well, evidently, this guest also realized he didn't do something right, and he got up, he was frightened, and he ran out of the room. But Herman saw this, and he chased after him, and he ran after the person. We don't know what he told him, but about three minutes later, he comes back inside with his hand over his shoulder, and they come back inside, and Herman, with his records just still full of chalm, sits him down, and he says, here, I'm going to get you another bowl of chalm. This one I think you're going to like. And he went, and he brought him a new bowl of chalm. And the person sat there to eat it. And Abhirma went and he tried to clean off a little of his uh, Bekesh or whatever he's allowed to on Shabbos. And he sits down. His son, Nachum David, who was a young boy at the time, was sitting next to him. And he looks at his father and says, Papi, Atat Tzarech Kol Savlanus. Atat Tzarech Kol Savlanus. You need so much patience for what you did. How did you do it? And his father looks at his son and he says, in the age belibcha harbor rachmanis, light tzarach savlanis. In the age belibcha harbor rachmanis, light tzarach savlanis. If you have a lot of mercy in your heart, if you have a lot of love in your heart, you don't need patience. Patience is only for somebody who it's a burden to what he's doing. And now it gets messed up, he's all upset. But if you love somebody, if you respect somebody, if you feel for somebody, this is not patience. You don't need patience with this. This is naturally, this is a natural outcome. What a lesson he's teaching us. That's a lesson we learned from the Sukkim. And therefore, the next time we see somebody doing something wrong, and you want to go and criticize the person, you want to tell him he's doing something wrong, think first, how much do you love this person? Do you love this person like Hashem loves this person? Do you realize he's a tzalim like him? If so, then you can go and tell him. 
because then you'll be building him up and not throwing him down. But if you don't find within yourself that love for that person, then perhaps the person you should be working on first is you yourself until you build up that love for your fellow Jew. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.